0: things happen anyway we're live we're live we're live it is the 28th of oh it's a bit jacket on 28th of February live streaming welcome everybody to a long awaited singing vl live stream event we haven't had for a few little while because unfortunately we had some issues um, technically with um, google but here we are once again now Remember, we are CPD accredited. So anybody who wants a CPD certificate just has to make contact with the office afterwards and we'll give you a CPD certificate. The next thing is don't forget to sign up to YouTube and you will receive notifications of all our live streams going forward. You can watch this on Facebook if I knew how to make it live on Facebook, live on Workplace, which I'm going to try again in a moment. Um, Podcasts, you will receive podcasts um, so, if you can sign up, you can listen to us on the way home, and uh, you'll find it all very interesting to listen to SingerVL podcasting going forward. If you are bored on the train and you want to learn something really interesting, you just have to listen to SingerVL. Right. So, and the last thing is remember to sign up for all email not- emails. You will receive email notifications of everything we're selling. You can also receive on screen notifications. So, basically, you can find us anywhere and everywhere all the time. Now, we've got an enhanced team today because since the last, which was a Google Hangout, and wh- which is now a live stream, we have these two handsome chaps, um, Marcus and Richard, who um from East Midlands, who are Singapore East Midlands. We have Doug in Scotland, we have me Nielsen. We have Daniel in London. We have Dale in Dale in London. Graham unfortunately cannot make it today. Um, Ollie, our tech guy, cannot make it today, and David Dubian can't make it today. But don't worry because there's plenty to talk about. I can. I, I would like to jump straight in something which is highly important. Um, now I'm going to share my screen with everybody, and then I'll get. I'll explain to you why we're doing this. Okay, you can all see our very own Dale Henry, and there's a reason for this. I take it you can hear the music, can you hear the music now? No? No. You can't hear the music? No. Oh, wait a minute, I'll try in a moment. Well, Dale Henry, everybody, is, um, is fighting, uh, aren't you Dale? Dale, do you want to tell everyone about it?
1: Hello, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Uh, Indeed, I am going to be doing a white collar boxing fight on the 19th of March on behalf of the Future Dreams charity, which is a breast cancer charity um, which is founded by my late mother and sister Um, and I'm going to be boxing, Uh, it's a big event, never boxed before, probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. But I'm putting myself out there
0: and uh, looking forward to it. So we want everybody to support Dale in his endeavours. Now, actually, as this is a new system, it's quite annoying, actually. I I thought I was going to share some appropriate music with everybody, but I don't seem to know how to do it, which is... Well, we'll have to try again for next. What a shame. I was going to play Eye of the Tiger, but never mind. Never mind. Anyway. <clears throat> anyway let's talk business right let's get on to east midlands now the guys in east midlands have joined single for what reason they are going to tell you directly we are an expanding network we are seeking to grow our network we've got discussions going on with new people around the country let's bring in richard and marcus tell the audience your background guys
2: Go. Okay. So my name is Marcus and um I was at Carfame Warehouse, uh the, the London-based retailer um for about fifteen years. I left there about ten years ago, and then um Richard and I joined together got together in early 2012, and we have um an agency, commercial property agency business based in North Northamptonshire. And And then we hooked up with Neil and the the Singer VL guys, probably September, October last year.
0: Uh
2: And so we're sort of six, five months, six months into into our franchise operation here. Um, And that's Richard.
3: Uh, Yeah, I am a charter surveyor. I worked for 20 years for a business called Edwin Hill. And we got bought out in 2007 by a Canadian conglomerate called Altus Group. So um, I'd sort of done my time, did three years with Altus, and then left in 2010. And Marcus and I set up Potter Leroid, the mighty Potter Leroid in Corby, as Marcus said. And uh, we do agency. We were doing quite a bit of investment work, but started to struggle to market investments we were winning widely enough. So that sort of prompted us, to get involved with Neil and his team. Right, good. Now, can I just interrupt before I ask you a
0: couple of questions? Anybody who's joined us on um, as an attendee can actually send us a question. So it should be a lot easier with this software than the, what we used to use with, with uh, Google. So anybody, anybody can join as an attendee. And if you've got as a particular question, you can actually talk to them directly or you can just send us a message. If you send us a message and you, want to talk to, and you want to be invited and we can see what you look like, you just have to let me know and we can sort that out as we go along. Right. So tell me, guys, having now joined the Singerville Network, has your
3: profile gone up? Has it helped? Yeah, it has. We, I, I would say 25% of our business, Port of business, used to be investment work and as I implied earlier on, we were struggling to market things widely. So we were winning some really decent work and we, we were selling it locally. We just hadn't got the, the, the broad reach. So getting involved with these guys, we've got access to international buyers. So has it improved things? Most definitely, yeah, we, we, we're sniffing around trying to win business across the East Midlands rather than just in our home patch and we've definitely got a wider reach to, to more buyers.
2: Yeah, I and I would just add to that, I think the that the marketing of properties or the marketing of the assets that we are selling has jumped um tenfold in terms of uh professionality and only ten. A hundred. <laughs> sorry near a hundred. I think it. I
3: think that's the other thing there. We we it, for us to have got our website and our, our online presence to anything near Singer VLs would have taken loads of cash, loads of time, yeah. neither of which we, uh, and, and ability. We just haven't got those three things. We've not got the time to do it, not got the money to do it, and actually don't know how to do it. So, you know, we've, we've been able to jump all those hurdles, get straight into bed with you guys, and we've got that platform that gives us confidence when we're pitching for work.
0: Yeah, great. So, so can I, if anyone's, just to recap, for anybody who may be watching who's potentially interested in joining our group, um, by, by a, be it as a franchisee or a consultant or any other way, the way it works is this. We've got a very strong marketing presence, as you probably know. And um, the idea is, is that, um, Celine, you couldn't, the, the idea is, is the more people involved, the more people who actually are in the network, the stronger the network. So the, so if I've got people all around the country, Manchester, Leeds, Birmingham, East Midlands, Dublin, Northern Ireland, more and more traffic is coming to the platform, more stuff is being sold, More people it's easy to sell, easy to get instructions, easy to sell. It's as simple as that. And we do it in a way of collaboration. <clears throat> and actually everybody builds value in their business and the business itself grows overall and our service level goes up. So if there's anybody who's interested, who is watching and would like to have a confidential conversation, we are expanding where everyone else is actually, or seems to be contracting. So we are expanding. So, And we're delighted to have these guys in these Midlands who are testament to that. Now, we've also got got Doug, of course, in Scotland and Graham in Scotland. And we have got consultants who unfortunately can't be here today. We've also got people talking to us around the country. Do you want to talk to us about where you hope to go by joining the Singaville team, guys? You meant we will...
2: Well ambitions, I mean short term, I, I think we just want to to consolidate so this, this new relationship with singer VL. we want to, to broadcast that across the towns and the, the the yeah the urban areas that are in our patch. Um, so that would be short term, and then medium to long term, yes, we just we just want to grow our business and grow the number of uh, investment instructions we take on in very simple terms.
3: I think we, we, we really believe in tech and neil's click to purchase auction stuff it is the future so um we are hoping that you know the market generally looks at those things things hang on a minute singer VL, they're ahead of the game here we, we've got to use yeah. these guys not only are we based in the east midlands and we have got all that local knowledge but we've got that tech behind us to make deals very slick good right
0: so there you are i didn't even prompt anyone so look join us and um let's what's the what film is it help What was that film let help me help you yeah show me the money show me the money right let's talk about property should we talk should we start in scotland doug doug
4: doug where are you i'm here doug how's scotland it's going well just now yeah <clears throat> um general market chat neil is that what you're looking for yep yep yeah, so I think the interesting thing for us was we were hoping for a very much a post-Brexit bounce as we came into 2020 and uh, to be honest, January was maybe a wee bit slower than we thought, but um, for anything that January maybe wasn't, February definitely was uh, a very active month. We saw um, just everything from from all sectors, from um, investors and from agents, um, noticeable increase in activity um, and the phone's going um Twice as fast as they were in January, which is great. So we're now what one one day away from um, uh, from March, and we've had a really good run in the back end of um, of of, um, of of February. I think overall in Scotland, um, we're certainly seeing the two major cities, Glasgow and Edinburgh, uh, very strong. Um, both office markets are um, are undersupplied and lots of demand for city centre sites, which is feeding into the investment market that we trade in, um, which means that really anything that we're putting on in the markets uh, in Edinburgh and Glasgow in particular um, is getting very good interest. Um, just as an example of that, we just put on a small shop in Union Street in Glasgow, um, and within two weeks we've got uh, active, uh, competitive bidders, and we're un- we're under offer on that um, as well. Um, just now, you've um, got a very
0: nice. You've got this building. This is a very nice building you've put up on the market in air.
4: This has just gone on the market two days ago, yeah, Um, and uh, it's a Tim Hortons um, coffee shop, um, international brand, great fit out, very busy site, just as you can see from that, um, that aerial photograph on the main um, M77 uh, Glasgow air Road. So we're literally just uh, not quite 48 hours in the market um, already got a lot of people speaking to us um, on that so um, um, please anyone who's listening who's interested in having a look please click onto the website have a look give me a call I can give you um, all the background story you might want to know about uh, what's happening in air and what's happening on this site in particular.
0: Yeah I mean, t- I mean the um... Tim Horton is actually, I think they're 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 massive in Canada, aren't they?
4: It's a huge yeah, company, over four thousand outlets worldwide, and um, nice tidy investment. Uh, <clears throat> that one good lot of size, so I'm expecting and hoping that will go well over the next over the next few days. Okay, great, all right. So Scotland, <clears throat> Scotland, the market's better. Definitely, without 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 doubt. It's interesting as well. Whilst we are very much property focused, um, just interesting to see. Uh, and my feeling always is that when the stock market takes a bit of a wobble, people return to property. And so we've obviously seen the, the main stock markets um, doing a little bit more <laughs> jitters for the last few days. So, um, if if uh, if all things go according to history, I think we might see quite a few people turn back to property. So it'll be very interesting to see if that volatility um, uh, adds. To more private investors, um, looking looking at property. Okay,
0: all right. Should we go through? Um, let's let's talk about the London activity. Dale, talk about give yeah. us a chat about what's going on in London.
1: Well, I think like as as Doug was saying, I think just generally, um, yeah. I mean, we've found there's there's definitely been a shift in in buyer sentiment. There's confidence has has been building. Um, I think buyers, you know, still being cautious and selective, but but there's definitely, I mean, undoubtedly, there's increased demand on, on the sales that we're dealing with. Um, stock levels are, s- are still low. Um, and I would say it's, you know, it's generally positive. You know, you read that house prices have risen at their fastest pace for 18 months. You know, it's just all builds confidence in the market. So I would say, um, yeah, pretty...
0: I thought it would be useful if you talk about some of the key, um, kind of key transactions we've been doing.
3: Yeah, sure.
1: So we've um, over the last few weeks, we've had some really um, positive results on some of the sales we've been dealing with. Um, to give you an example, about a week or so, we sold a retail and residential investment development opportunity in Hackney in London, which... Oh, okay. So, so, so this is a property which had previously been offered to the market, failed to sell. We actually offered it for sale by clicks purchase online auction, unless sold prior. And um, we very quickly had three parties express interest in buying it prior to auction. And we actually sold it within 48 hours from launch um, to a, uh, a, a, an investor who exchanged online by, by click to purchase in excess of the guide price. So that was a that was a great result. Um, we've also sort of the other end of the spectrum. We've 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 sold a prime West End office building in, in Mayfair on Park Street for over twenty million pounds, um, showing three and a half percent. We were actually selected on to, to sell this investment due to our sort of the, the quality of our presentation and our in, real, our, our international reach. And we've engaged with investors across Europe, Middle East, Central America, Far East, New Zealand.
0: Um, Um, Can I I jump in? Can I jump in? Yeah. um, What's worth showing the audience who are watching is the, the way we market, as people know, is that we show a property fully. So actually, the idea is that you can make an informed investment decision without actually having to go to see it. So in this particular property, we really went to town with our marketing, but it was a very, but it still was very, very economic. But the key to marketing internationally is to engage with an international audience. If you look at this property, this is our presentation in English, but of course we're trying to attract other people in. So every property which we market is marketed in different languages. So the idea is, this is an example of a property, the same property obviously in Arabic. If you're sitting in Dubai and your English isn't very good, and you've got a choice of our property or someone else's, you're gonna hopefully be attracted to our property rather than another one. Similarly, here's the same property in Chinese. And that's the basis upon which we work. The other thing which I just wanted to demonstrate to people is we go, I know we talk about our wide marketing just to make sure that people understand, because the world has become international and the, and the investment market is truly cross-border these days. This is a marketing campaign, just as an example, of one of the email marketing campaigns which we had undertaken in relation to that property in um in mayfair and you can see that the market it's a world reach when you're marketed today you cannot market by going to your powers speaking to one or two people you have to engage with an international audience so um and we as dale said we had people from all over the place and this is just one section of marketing i'm showing just one section so we had people interested from all over the all over the world, literally and in today's world you know, then the ability is for them to engage and to be able to buy easily. So that's what we do is that that's very much key to us as a business, but that was a very interesting sale for us in December. But we also, Dell. why don't you, I think it might be worthwhile talking about Malden.
1: Uh, yeah. So Morden is a, it is an industrial a Southeast industrial investment. We, we also recently sold, um, which we went out to the market at 3 million pounds, single let industrial units. Um, we went out of three million pounds. Again, it's, it's something that we received quite a strong level of interest in um, quite early on into the marketing. We actually sold it within 10 days from commencement of marketing. So we went from marketing to an, an exchange of contracts in 10 days. The buyer again, um, uh, uh, using our click to purchase platform to exchange, um, we ended up selling it for 3.49 million. So considerably in excess of the asking price. Um, <clears throat> as you can, as, as you can see on, on screen now, um, yeah, the, the other property which we recently sold going back to sort of international buyers and to show that it's not, it's not just, um, you know, prime Mayfair properties that are attracting these distant buyers. We, we sold a, a shop in Gloucester very recently. Um, which was a tricky property, um, short lease, um, not, not, not an easy sale, had failed to sell previously. Um, and this was actually acquired by an overseas buyer with, who, who, who emerged out of our, our, our database. We'd never, never interacted with him previously. Um, uh, and again, it bought it within, I think, five days. Um, again, online, exchange online via click-to-purchase. So it just shows that it's not, you know, it's, it's really across the board that um, we're finding the, our, our audience is, 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 is very much spread. It's not just local UK buyers, um,
0: and it's not just prime properties. Um, How does everyone feel about the, where the buying audience is coming from at the moment? And again, anyone who is watching, who wants to send a message or comment, you're welcome to do so please do join us. So how many, in terms of where the market's coming from, we think it's very much private and overseas. There's loads of money chasing. That's our experience. We're selling most things quite relatively quickly and relatively easily, to be honest with you. Um, But there are some, there's a gap, four to 10 million. It seems to be a lot slower than the sub four million pound market. Mayfair obviously was an exceptional property. Scotland, we've done a lot of activity up to say two million, three million. Are we split up properties as well, but we think the market is very strong. So our experience is at the moment. It, it, I mean, I think the problem was the election. Now the election's out of the way. People don't really care about Brexit, in my opinion, anyway, it's going to happen and so be it. So it's, it's not on the news every day, depressing people. Mm. So that's what's going on in the market. Who wants to talk about the stuff you've got coming up for sale? Don't yeah. put your hands up on at yeah. once.
1: Well, I, I'm, I'm happy to run through just, quickly run through what we've got coming up here, um, in, in London, um, just very briefly. We, we, we've got quite a lot of property which we're going to be bringing to the market over the next few weeks. Um, the, um, the, yeah, with the the most, the, the the one we've got coming up next is, uh, we've got an industrial investment in Layston in Suffolk, which is a high yielding industrial, um, uh, property, let's two tenants, established tenants off low rents. That million, well, we're quoting a million pounds, so it's manageable lot size, um, 9.4% low capital value of sub 30 pounds a foot. So keep an eye, on, we're probably gonna be launching that on Monday, but feel free to get in touch if you'd like some information now. Um, we've got a convenience store and ground rent investment within the M25 coming up. Uh, we've also got a long-let leisure investment in central London, which Daniel here is um, deal- going to be dealing with. Uh, hotel investment in Cumbria with, with some additional income as well. Um, we've got a retail investment in Nottinghamshire. We've got a leisure investment coming up in Oxfordshire. And we've got a couple of other high-yielding retail investments in um, Plymouth and Portsmouth. And also a retail investment coming up for sale in Derby City Centre. So, um, quite a lot we're working on. So again, just we'll will we'll be bringing these to market probably over the next sort of, well the coming few weeks. So we'll, as Neil said, at the start, make sure you register and sign
0: up to receive notifications, and we'll we'll keep you advised. Daniel, can I, I can I may suggest Daniel? Do you want to give us a bit more information about um, the properties in? Um, Biggin Hill and in London because I think they're particularly interesting
5: so the the property in Biggin Hill uh, co-op have just signed a new 10-year lease uh, at a rent of about 60,000 per annum Um, the retail units there's a few retail units right next to the co-op which are also included on the sale but they've been sold off on long leases the leases are as short as about 50 years or so which could provide the opportunity um, for extensions. Um, There's also a bit of land at the rear, Um, there's uppers which have also been sold off on relatively short leases between I think it's 50 and 90 years, so there might be really opportunities there as well. Um, So there's a few value add angles, but it's underpinned by the secure income to co-op. the one in central London, um, it's quite an interesting one, it's, uh, it's very well located uh, in Victoria, um, you know, stones throw from Buckingham Palace, House of Lords, um, and right in between two um, entrances to St. James Park stations. so it's a very busy location. Um, the property is let on a 10-year lease, um, market rent. The, 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 the operator are actually using this property as a central kitchen for, for a couple of other restaurants that they own. So it's a very strategic um, site for them. Um, lot size is going to be under $2 million. Um, It's going to be yielding around 6.5% or so. So it's a quite an attractive investment, uh, um, which provides some long income
0: okay good right should we talk about news news let's talk about some news right let's talk about i thought this would be quite interesting if i let me just talk about a couple of things and i welcome everyone's views right the first thing is countrywide countrywide have announced they're merging with lsl we've been following countrywide for a long time and their share price seems to have collapsed over the last 5 years people say it's down to the internet changing the way people are going to buy properties and the these all this new wave of online estate agents um however i'm not so sure that actually the online estate agency model is actually that secure um i think that if you look at Purple Bricks' share price, it's gone up and then it's come all the way down. And I actually just think the Countrywide perhaps wasn't a particularly well-run business with too many shops. So I think the I mean we're an online agency, um, really, we, you, we, we've been on online since 2006. So I'm not so sure that Countrywide's merger is all about the internet and the online agencies. Um, and if anyone's got any comment on that, give us a shout. Attendees, let's have some comments. Let's get you active. I can call you out by name if you want, but I'm not going to embarrass anybody. But if you want to get involved, let's talk. Come on. Let's, let's make this a, a, a CPD accredited, accredited live stream that everyone wants to join going forward. And you, people are going to, be, they're going to be jealous that they weren't involved. <laughs> so Danny, Doug, Elliot, Clive, come on. Let's hear you. Right. So that's my view about LSL. Who wants to talk about Hammerson? Come on, Marcus. Let's get you going.
3: Yeah. Oh. Look at the
0: share price. Look at this. Have you seen the share price on? Have you seen the share price recently? I
3: Martin from Purple Bricks, having bought Purple Brick shares at four pounds, and now at eighty-five pence. So, um,
0: who bought them at four you've, pounds?
3: You've 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 ruined, ruined your weekend. You ruined my weekend. You bought them at four pounds. I think they were four pounds at the top. Yeah. Mm. There you go, so. Yeah. <laughs> how should... much? Sorry. How much did you say they were now? Well, I was just, when you mentioned it, I was just about to look on my phone. I think they're 90 pence. Isn't that, that wasn't that the float
0: price? I think that was the float price, wasn't it?
2: Mm.
0: I think they floated. It. I think they floated. But meanwhile, meanwhile, can everyone see, uh everyone. Hammerson's, can everyone see Hamilton's share price? Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. 213. Look at, in, in one year, it's almost, it's gone down, what? From 8 it's gone down from, Three pound eighty-five today. It is two pound over three years. Look at that. Yeah. But what's he, But look at that. What's even more interesting is this one. Look at this. This is into. This is into into have gone down from. Look at this. They've gone down from one fifteen down to look thirteen. That's the sort of share chip that my stockbroker gives me. <laughs> I'm not going to name any names, but anyway. So that is, the question is, what's going to happen to Intu and what's going to happen to Hammerson? Um, I mean, it's no, it's no surprise, really, that the, retail, the, the um, retail market has dropped because of the internet, but that cannot all be internet-related. I just don't accept it it's just it, it, uh, it's, it, it's,
1: a, a lot of it is I think a lot of it is the, the high street fashion brand that has really hit their rental income I mean I, I, I read with Hammerson that in 2019 they said that the average rent secured with high street fashion brands was, was about 40% below the, 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 um, the previous passing rent and then you've got the CVAs the administrations but I think the, the fashion brands are are a
0: major contributor to that. Yeah. Okay, so here's a question to anyone who's in, anyone who's a, a retail agent, how did you not see this coming? You're meant to be specialist advisors in the retail sector. How could you not have been telling your clients this, this was gonna happen? Uh, everyone knows, everyone, knows this, everyone knew five years ago this was happening, so.
3: It just happened so quickly, hasn't it? That's, that's the, that's the well, thing. Has it, has it really happened that quickly? yeah i mean what, what were what would what were prime high street yields five years ago for, for your typical marks and spencers in 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 the a1 position the prime position i mean it's it's changed dramatically in five years i, I think that's been the problem it's just happened so quickly um, um well the funny thing is the mark the, i bet that if i were to look
0: at the share price after um after the crash for these companies, I bet their share price hasn't, wasn't affected by the crash. And even all the hype around, all of a sudden, Amazon's shares are going up and up and up. It, I can tell you from personal experience of being involved in, from warehouse investments a few years ago, you knew something was coming, but no one knew it was coming this quickly. But it's, it's a, it ha, I agree it has motored this year, but I cannot believe this is all down to the high street brands. I, th- I think this is down to bad business. Look, okay, here's an example. Here's, here's, here's an example for you. JD Sports. JD Sports is, is is a company which I think 10 years ago, 50% of JD Sports was purchased by the Pentland Group for about £50 million. Pounds. The company today is worth £8 billion. Pounds. It's in every high street. I mean, they are. So I, I think I would put it down to. Possibly the fact that retailers are not being run properly. I don't believe the high street is going to die. There's a lot of shopping. Anyway, that's my view about that. So that's the big. That's my big news. Can I talk about prop tech, everyone? Prop tech.
3: Yep.
0: Here was something that caught my eye this week. Where is it? 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 I can't find it. This. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let me share it with everyone. Another story this week, which I thought was very interesting. You know, look, Hostmaker, Hostmaker raised £30 million from two funding rounds and hoped to become a global platform for landlords and homeowners wanting to rent out properties on Airbnb, arms, etc, etc. £30 million going into an administration. Okay, now I, I, I actually did, it, uh, I actually got um, quoted by Nigel Lewis, who actually wrote that article. Um, uh, about a year ago, when I suggested that ninety-five percent of prop tech firms would actually go bust, and um, I, I generally believe that because there was such an enormous hype. What's that curve called? What was that sp- that famous curve? Everyone it goes up and down, and it also does this. Well, wow. is that what it's called? Anyway, so there was a huge hype: money, 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 and blockchain, 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 and it's all sort of come off. And if I, were to, if I were to say to the audience, how many prop tech firms can you name on, name, who actually are, have had an impact upon the industry? And I don't mean a Purple Bricks because I don't believe that Purple Bricks is a prop tech firm. I just think that's an, an agency that's online. How many firms, who can name a prop tech firm? Come on, everyone. Here's a challenge for everyone in the network. Who can name a prop tech firm?
3: CoStar.
2: Good. Land in site.
5: Good. Thatcher. <coughs>
2: Good. EG. Three.
0: What? Egi. Well, Egi is not really a prop tech firm. Egi is really a publisher, isn't it? I, need, I don't think that's EG prop It's a listing site. So we're stuck at three. Anyone? Right move.
3: Listing site.
0: Is it? I don't think the Right Move is a, pro, a prop tech company. It's just a listing site. It's been around since the eighties. See, look, I've caught you out. You're stuck, Doug any any in Scotland see there's my there's my point there are very very few prop tech firms around um, but there but you'll read equally that there's billions that's been invested in the prop tech industry the 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 big firms are investing in like JLL put a million and a half into something what do they call it um, something in California and Seabury are investing heavily Ah, JLL spot well done, Ollie. Nice bit of conversation going on at last.
3: They're trying to fit it around their business, though, aren't they? Rather than make it a new income stream, new business stream, they're trying to sort of they're trying to fashion it around what they've already got. So, you know, what 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 you've done is 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 new and innovative. And yeah, but yeah, what we've done is I like to think
0: so. But if you look, what I think what's happening with the large firms is the large firms are are looking to invest very heavily, but don't actually know what to invest in. I think that's, the, that's half the issue. Um, oh, look, I can get Ollie. Ollie, I can get Ollie to talk. Let's see if Ollie's around. Ollie, Ollie. Hello. Hey, look, I've just seen. How cool is that? I just invited you in to talk Very to Ollie. Very good. Now, Ollie's a, Ollie's a specialist in terms of tech. So, can you.
6: Look, we got stuck at three, Ollie. Well, I, I, was, I was adding the ones I knew district technologies, land tech, Nimbus. And you'll that uh, there are. I think about 700 prop tech firms in the ecosystem and some have already gone by the wayside. I'm sure others will. Datcha was bought recently by RCA, which isn't a prop tech company. It's a data company. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. Just I, I was I joined in when you talk about retail and I think I'm more agreeing with you, Neil. Retail didn't see it coming and it's, it's mainly an internet phenomenon that's caused the retail woes, plus the fact that retail agents or people in retail thought that was the most kind of sexy part of property and were, were, were probably closed to what was going on until it was too late. And then, you know, obviously retail warehousing became the next big thing because effectively retail warehouse became retail or warehouse rather or industrial became retail indirectly. Mm. Mm. I mean we had when Datcha started in 20 when we went when we started in 2015 in the UK CBRE gave us um data market data and the office and industrial teams were very happy to give us the data and this was 2015, so about five years ago. And we had a hundred different sub-markets. We had prime and mid rents and yields for a hundred different sub-markets for office and, uh, re- and um, industrial data. But interestingly, the retail agents wouldn't give it to us because they thought it was too valuable. And in, in those five years, it became, you know, it just flipped on its head. The industrial, uh, yields sort of compressed and the retail yields relaxed. So it was, it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it, it's, it was definitely internet related. It, that coupled with retailers, as you said, Neil, not getting it right because some retailers have, have thrived and that's because they've created a really good experience like Apple, for example, or Nike or they've had really good marketing, which goes into creating that experience. Yeah. So I think exactly. So my view
0: is that prop tech, you know, which prop tech, going back to what we were saying earlier, and you've, you've sort of, if in fact, you haven't, you've said there's 700 firms out there, Ollie. but if you, but if, look, just from talking to our network so far, hardly anybody can name any because, yeah. because they haven't made an impact. And as we all know, businesses thrive on cash flow. And um, if you haven't got the cash flow, you've got no business. I mean, again, to be honest with you, I can understand why personally. So, of course, the best best online execution platform around is one, two, three. Click to purchase. Exactly. Now, the thing (laughs) is, but it is actually the only online execution platform around. And we have been trying to offer it to other agents on a licensed basis and actually you might bang, you just bang your head against a brick wall. I mean, we've done 250 odd to 300 million pounds of executions online now for the funds, the banks, the property companies, et cetera. But you try getting another agent to use it. So actually, if it wasn't for the fact that this is really a secondary business to Singer VL, and Singer VL's cash flow funds the click-to-purchase business, click-to-purchase would have gone bust long ago. And I think that's the whole point. If you look at, in fact, the only other, the, 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 the um, The property business, which has actually been very successful, I think, is the one that spun out um, of M7, Coyote. Yeah. Because they built built the system for themselves and they then started to to distribute it for others. Yeah, they, they,
6: they, they had it for about, I think Coyote came on the market a few years ago, but it was actually in the making for about eight years. And M7 were using it, as you said, Neil. And it's a very, very clever proposition because the product places itself... In the middle of the technology ecosystem within a company because Coyote everything feeds into Coyote, so it's it's no wonder it's why can't it's, we see you? Why can't we see you? uh, probably because I
0: haven't got my video on, oh, okay? The uh, probably sitting
6: in your pajamas or something. No, I'm actually sitting in my trackies, but I've put a shirt on and taken my hoodie off.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, well, then well, then you're not a true techie, are you? No, I'm yeah.
6: not, I'm not a true techie. I'm not a true anything. Do you know what I think defines a tech someone who's in Prop Tech?
0: And I've seen I'm not gonna name any names, but I went to a conference recently and some bloke got up on stage talking about PropTech and he, he didn't even put a shirt on. He just had a t-shirt and a pair of jeans. I mean, really, cool be old-fashioned, but that that seems to define and, and anyway, we you know we we both know who that is, Ollie. Right. So I think yeah. that's my that's talking about um, PropTech. We've talked about what's happening to the retail market, and we've talked about countrywide, and we've talked about the market. Is there anything else from the attendees that you would like covered? You can send me a message now, and we'll talk. Well, we've got a couple of questions for you. I'm going. I've got. Let's have a bit of fun, right? We've got a couple of polls. Right here we go. First poll is this. I just want to remind everybody. First of all, I just want to share my screen because I urge everybody. <clears throat> In all seriousness, to support to support Dale Henry, it's actually a hell of a shame because I had I had some fantastic uh, music to um, to 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 play on my computer, and the idea was that you could all actually uh, listen to it, but for some reason it's not playing through the computer. But we will learn for next time. But please go on to um, you know search for Dale's story UK on Virgin Money, and please donate to this cause. Breast cancer. Now, let's have a bit of fun. So, on that very note, let's ask the audience the first question. Right, tell me if you, right, here we go. How long will Dell last during his charity fight? Round one, round two, round three. Oh, look. Do we know who he's fighting? Uh, thanks, thanks for your votes of confidence. He, he's, he's fighting uh, a guy called um, Mayweather. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's I last. think Dale will be last man standing Sh- Shouldn't it be how long will my opponent last? Exactly, <laughs> last man standing you'll be Dale
6: It's unlikely either of you are going to knock each other out Let's be face it We've only no had four that.
0: votes, If have had four votes Come on, no one's voting Look, come on, let's vote, let's vote Anyway, at the moment, oh. Dale People assume you're going um, you're going to get to round three Look, it looks like the betting's either you get knocked out in round one or you go the whole distance. So the moment it's, um, at the moment, it looks like you're going I, the whole... You look, it looks like you're going money, the whole my distance.
6: My money's on Dale going the whole way.
0: Oh, thanks, I don't Ollie. care who the opponent is. I want him to be like Rocky. I want him to just get, drag himself up every time he gets knocked down. Just drag yourself up, Dale. And, and I want you to lift your, hom, your arms aloud and say, sing if you get to the end of round three, I want you to shout... First of all, of course, that you love your wife, but you've also got a mention of Right, end of He's polling. He's
3: tattooed on his, inside of his arms when he... Yeah. Adrian. Yeah. Yeah, Adrian. <laughs> Adrian!
0: Yeah, Adrian. Adrian.
3: Right.
0: Yeah, Adrian. Right, right. There we are. There's the result. Right, let's go to the, let's go to um, the next poll. The next question. Let's try this one. How do I do the next one? Um, right. How many Here we go. Here's, are on the here's a good one. Appeal?
6: How many people are on the session, by the way?
0: 20 over 20 initially we'll right. share it later excellent right here we go here's a good one who thinks Mippen will go ahead
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. oh look yes
0: bit, i mean yes a bit, bit of voting now a bit of voting
2: i was going i want to go no but potter's overruled me look at this
5: i'm going yes
0: okay this is seeing as i
5: booked yesterday i'm definitely going yes well
0: hold on has everyone finished voting you dan is everyone finished i want to share the result i can share the results here we go are you,
5: are you going ollie yeah
0: and, the, and here's the result can everyone see that oh yes yep. look at that it says yes i actually ch- i actually should have actually um had another vote for everyone watching is will you be going mm, that's an interesting thing isn't it so far i am going I'm thinking of pulling out myself. Can't see the point now. Anyway, and the last the last vote we've got, oh we've already discussed like, along the lines which um we talked about earlier, what percentage of prop tech firms will survive? Interesting 20%. one. Mm, yeah, like a, oh look. No. Who took 90
3: 20% mm.
0: You see, there's no, there's definitely a definitely a view that. Can you, I take it you can't see the the bidding the bidding at the moment, can you guys? No. Right. No. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Right. You got any more? Any last minute
5: bids? I I, I, I put 90%. I meant to put 10%. Well oh dear. Oh, nice. dang. Uh, Daniel. dang. That's Daniel, a big I, difference. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I got yeah. confused. 90% would fail. Yeah, it's it,
0: and that's what, and all in the question. That's why that da- that's why you can rely upon Daniel to advise you on investment yields.
5: <laughs> attention to detail.
0: So look, most people don't think many will survive. So actually, that is um, that's really in line with what we were saying earlier, wasn't it? Interesting. Okay, so that's it. That's it. So we've shared Q and A. We've done the questions. We've done. We've got no, no one sent me a question. How, I, I, we've got to get, we've got, I want to next time. I want to encourage everybody who's watched next time. Let's get some questions going.
2: Okay. Get our, yeah, answer, exactly. Feedback.
0: Yeah. Give us, give us some feedback. Um, and uh, right, let's get some questions asked. Right guys. That's it. I think that's been quite good. Do you, do
6: is, you want a, do you want a, a, very quick sort of summary of, of, What's happening in the property industry with regards to technology and where it's going to go? Yeah, go. So a very quick one. So a lot of you probably already know this, but um, the the big differentiator in the property industry and probably most industries is is data and how it's used. So there's some people are saying that it's going to be whittled down to a few players in the market that put data as their kind of number one priority. And that, that means having a proper data strategy and knowing exactly what to do with the data. So the, so the, the trend in the market now is for companies to start thinking about their digitization transformation journey, which, which means basically starting off with a data strategy because that's like the foundations of a building. Without a good data strategy, you cannot really do anything else much with the data. So you start off with a data strategy, and then you can formulate uh your structure around that in terms of the data warehouse or the data lake and the type of systems that you're going to benefit and use over the next probably five years or so. So it's the data, is the digital transformation is going to be the big thing and already is in some companies' cases. And what do you think about the blockchain revolution? Uh it's just a bit of technology that has been overhyped. Um it 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 will be used for sure. I mean there was no hype about TCPIP for example, that which was? probably what? had more effect than anything else. It's the protocol the internet works on. And blockchain okay. is is a you know it's like a similar thing. that everyone seems to make a lot of fuss about blockchain, but there wasn't much fuss about TCPIP. So cool. yeah, it, it will be used, um, be adopted, but I don't think it's gonna, it's not really gonna change the world as everyone had originally thought. We're going to actually talk about
0: blockchain at the next Google well, the next live stream. We talked about it at length two years ago when it first launched and when click to purchase started to use blockchain, um, we got a lot of interest. We, we still get a lot of interest. I've spoken at two law firms in the last two weeks about blockchain technology, but we thought it would be actually quite interesting for anyone watching and for the audience to recap of what's happened and where it's gone. So I'm not gonna talk about it too much now, but next month will be a session where we will be talking about Blockchain and explaining about some of the—I'd like to say successes, but there really aren't very many that I can see. But let's save it for next month. We'll give you an update from our side, where it's going and what it's happening in the property industry and what the government are doing about it. So that hopefully people will find that next—that will find that interesting at the end of uh, March. Right. So I think that's it, guys. Just coming up to an hour, is what we normally run for. It's been very interesting. Market strong. Come to Singerville. Any anyone got any last comments that they want to share?
1: Have a good just, week. Just, just to say thank you very much. To anyone who has or is intending to donate to my fight it is very much appreciated.
0: Well done, Dale. Now, <laughs> could you just show us your stance, please, for the oh. for that? No, you've got to keep it higher. You're you get, need to
6: speak as well, so we can
0: make a noise. It, the it needs is. to be higher, otherwise you're going to get whacked on the it's chin. Also
5: worth mentioning over the last couple, uh, over the last few months, Dale's come in with a black eye. I think he's got a red eye right now. A hurt wrist at one point, so the training is quite intensive. Yeah, because normally hurt get,
6: wrist was nothing to do with the boxing,
0: though. It was <clears> normally you get asked to sponsor people to go on holiday. Oh, I'm cycling across Cambodia. Please sponsor. Right. Okay. It's a nice one. Dale is actually putting himself out. Okay, I'd love so actually, to
5: cycle across Cambodia.
0: Exactly. So why get someone else to pay for it? Do it yourself. But Dale, Dale is um, actually um, suffering. Dale, show us your eye. Come on. Lean, lean into the camera. Really? Yeah, yeah. 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 Look at that. There, oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, there, there
1: you go. Uh, Hope you're all enjoying your lunch. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. So look,
0: CBD. Remember, if you want a CBD certificate, contact us, send an email to the office, in, uh, um, and we will send it back to you. So that's it, everyone. Thank you very much for watching.
4: Thank you, Neil. Well Thank you, Neil. Thanks Bye-bye. for Bye having guys. us. Cheerio. Have a good
0: we'll, weekend. We'll see you all next week. Next year, next month. OK, all the best. Bye.
6: Bye.
3: Bye. Bye.